Whenever I listen to Queen, I'm convinced they're the best band of all time. No argument. Don't even talk to me about the Beatles. And you know how I feel about the Beatles. Anyway, um, I'm only bringing this up because I just remembered it because everyone hates hearing about your dreams. But I had a dream last night, very vivid. It all came back to me on break that I had a cemetery plot. And it was at the cemetery where my dad and brother buried, but it was way fancier and nicer and multi-leveled. But Glenn Beck was trying to take it from me. What? Glenn once tried to steal, I get it. Were you with me then? You remember that? I, do, I and, wasn't with you then, but I do remember And it his happening. guys pushed back. Because back then I was on his show all the time and doing television. Mm-hmm. And I was a known quantity in that world. And on the air they'd be like, stop it. That's Dave Glover's catchphrase. You can't take another guy's catchphrase. But he straight up would have callers say, hey, when you, when you get on with Glenn, say, I get it, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he was trying to steal my cemetery plot. And uh, we had a meeting at the plot. It was very nice. And uh, Glenn Beck said, well, you can have it, but you have to use it right now. (laughs) (laughs) You better die. Yeah, you have to die now. And uh, my only hope was Bigfoot. And he just looked like a big, giant, upright gorilla, which I guess is what Bigfoot probably looks like. But he would just run across the territory and be like, Bigfoot! And trying to get him, like, will you talk some sense into Glenn Beck? Why aren't you helping me, Bigfoot? <laughs> Your brain just... Cr- but here's what's... Fa- here, the most fascinating part of dreams to me. It's not the detail. We've talked about that. It's that while in that dream, I was absolutely as convinced of its authenticity as I am right now. Now, when I was a kid, I had enough nightmares. I, I didn't teach myself. I just developed lucid dreaming. Where I would know I was dreaming, and this is very dark, but it would always be monsters and Dracula and vampires and werewolves, and I would climb up on something and jump off. And when I would hit the ground, I would wake up. Mm. Uh, so I would realize, oh, you're dreaming. And sometimes I could, like, turn my hands into knives or something. I lost that as a kid. I can't do it anymore. But isn't that fascinating that in a dream where Glenn Beck's trying to steal your funeral plot and only Bigfoot can save you, that is an inherently crazy thought but in the dream, you're completely, it seems completely yeah. normal. Yeah. I had, I kind of had a dream weird like that this morning. Gorilla I, running? I had a dream that I was at a party, and I don't think it was at his house, but Donald Trump was showing me all the cool food. Did you like him? Uh, yes. Uh, and, and he wasn't, it wasn't like weird. It wasn't like, like being, it was just like, it was just him, but he's like, Laid back. the pineapples over here and look at these great sandwiches. And then his wife was the... Mom from the Golden Girls, <laughs> who was also trying to convince me of which food I should take. And it, then I woke up and I was like, what in the world was that? They were just trying to get me to eat food on this big buffet. Me and my boy Donnie. Yeah, it was fun. I got a little laugh when I woke up, not going to lie. Estelle Getty, that's her name. <laughs> her and Donald Trump <laughs> were trying to get me to eat food. Oh, do you guys remember a few months back when the... D.C. high dollar brothel was raided mm-hmm. and they're like senators and Congress people and all this. It came out today that the re- I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking it's 2023. Do we really care that much that, you know, rich guys are going to a house of ill repute? But the intelligence services believe that it was a honeypot scheme because it was Chinese owned and operated. And they think that it was an elaborate uh, way to get our leaders in there and get dirt on them and then blackmail them. Oh, or at least get information from them. 
That kind of matters. How about that? Yeah, not great. Yeah, for the other part, it's just like it depends on how you present yourself, right? Like if you're very judgy and moral and like you're telling other people their lives are wrong and you're doing that, I don't like you. But if it's you know if it's just being you, and if you're, you're the kind of guy that goes to a brothel, you're like, I mean, if you're just yeah, being you and okay. you don't judge other people, I'm not gonna judge you. They call him like... Brothel Joe. <laughs> yeah. Frankly, it was fine with me whenever he went. <laughs> I know he loves prostitutes. That's about all I know. <laughs> Keep your expectations low, fellas. There's such a thing as too much transparency. Turns out, <laughs> Brothel Joe. <laughs> brothel Joe. <laughs> Uh, Rach, what do I do? You got a bunch of stuff here. Yeah, let me see. Let me look at the sheet, too, because I wrote down... I like to spank or not to spank. Okay, so uh, Eva Mendez shared a pair... You guys know who that is? I think she's married to Ryan Gosling. She's a very beautiful actress. Um, She shared a parenting quote about spanking, which I will pull up in a second here. Um, But it's got the internet uh, divided uh, because, you know, spanking is obviously kind of a hot topic. So she said, um, spanking does. Oh, sorry. Never mind. That's a different spanking quote you had? <laughs> yeah. This, sorry. All my bookmarks are about spanking. That one's from Steve Moore. She Googled spanking quotes. Okay. So she said, um, do, 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 this is my favorite parenting quote. And then she posted this. Spanking does for a child's development what hitting a spouse does for a marriage. So she believes that spanking is, you know, mm-hmm. one of the worst things you could do to a kid, obviously, by posting something like that. And fans are divided in the comments saying, like, mm-hmm. well, I was spanked and I was perfectly fine right. and nothing bad ever happened to me. So uh, that's why I said to spank or not to spank or to mind one's own business. Mm. Would you leave a comment or would you just keep it to yourself? I've never left a comment in my life. I can't imagine I would start. Uh, I think that that I, I am I'm equally divided because I did not spank, would not spank. Uh, I've always said that I think my parents' generations were way too whippy. Uh, but I'm also very, very protective of individual parents' rights to make their decisions. And I think that that's where the law comes in, you know, that when it's sort of like the the justice who famously said, I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it. Uh, you want to give your kid a swat on the butt because they ran it into the road. Fair enough. I didn't do it, but I, I will protect your rights to do that. Anytime a belt comes out, and I've had people, trust me, I've had... More more people than I can count, men always, call the show when we discuss this. My dad took the belt to me and it made a man out of me. Nope. You're just covering up for abuse. I just I refuse to believe that. I've seen too much of that in my life as a kid. Uh, there's a, a Grand Canyon, to me, humble opinion, of difference between giving a kid a, a swat on the butt because uh, they're doing something dangerous and taking the belt to somebody. You know? And so... The law can draw the bright line, but I think we all also know it, right? Mm-hmm. If we see it or we hear about it, uh, there are people you worry about, parents, and there are parents that you don't. Yep. Do you think if you saw, let's say you were at Target and some kid did something bad or they were about to run away from their parents or something and their mom grabbed them by the arm and swatted them on the butt, what kind of reaction would you have I would witnessing have, that in public in 2020? Given my past... Uh, I would have a very, very bad reaction to it, but I would not in any way intervene. If someone did the whole pinwheel thing where they have the kid's arm, the kid's running away, and they're swat, 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 I'm going to intervene. 
And I may end up getting in trouble for it or getting in a fight for it or people hating me for it. But again, it's everyone has their own individual definitions of these things. But somewhere between the first little poke on the butt and the 10th, when you can tell that the parent is very, very angry. Yeah. That's where it seems to, to draw the difference for me is like when the parent is just mad and like, oh, this is the chance to take out my frustrations on my kid. I think that's where most people can agree. Like you are going way too far, but, but you could, I still think you could use spanking as a tool for learning and for, you know, I mean, if that's the way you punish your kid, that's the way you punish your kid. But I think whenever it gets to the point where it's like, I'm angry and I'm going to show you why I'm angry. That is obviously a problem area. Yeah. I, I think the problem with the argument is Twitter tries to oversimplify everything social media oversimplifies and it's a nuanced conversation and I think it's ridiculous for anyone Ava Mendez whoever to compare a parent child relationship to a husband wife relationship there is nothing between two adults that cannot be communicated verbally you're both adults you can understand words and nuance and feelings sometimes a four-year-old doesn't understand the words the way that you would like them to understand the words I never spanked, not once. My kid never once got spanked. I would get it occasionally, but not a lot. Um, I think I got the belt once in my life. But mostly it would just be like when I got older, it would be like a kick in the ass, like, you know, swift boot in the butt, like a reminder, hey, clean it up, stop acting the way that you're acting, whatever. But there's a when you're communicating with kids, I'm, I'm, I'm not an advocate for spanking, but I think when you combine the doing it purposefully and not in anger and the understanding that as you go up in age, you understand more words. You can communicate fully with adults. A three-year-old may not always get the words that you're saying because they're not on our level. You guys aren't on the same level intellectually. So if you say, I think the best way to deliver this message, don't do this anymore because it's dangerous is the reminder pain comes with this action. I understand it. I get it. I didn't do it. It wasn't for me. It wasn't necessary for me. But that makes some sense, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to deliver that message to a grown person that you're married to. That yeah, in no little, way is comparable. It is a little bit of a weird quote at the end of the day. It's like, well, two very, very different situations here. Uh, you want to talk about something else, Dave? Can we talk about the, <laughs> the dart player? So, <laughs> yeah. thank God this came on television. Oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, this morning I'm watching Fox News. And they're like, so a 16-year-old may be the best dart player in the whole world. 16-year-old is going to the final round of the World Dart Championship. Then they show this obviously grown man. And uh, I'm just I'm just being honest. He looks 30. He's, he's a bit chunky. He's got a bit of a dad bod. He's losing his hair enough that he's got a comb over and he has a full beard. And I wrote it down, <laughs> dart player. And then I'm like, oh, you can't do that. He's, a, he's literally a child. You can't make fun of a child. And then someone on Fox, Bill Hammer, someone goes, can we just talk about what no one's talking about <laughs> this is not a kid this is a part of i'm like thank you bill Hammer. so then they, he came on the television i'm like look 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 so i mean like th- this is different but yeah that's not unusual to see like when you if you had seen lebron james at 15 you'd be like that guy's 30 different reasons right but but the same well, they're both elite but athletes, you would but you would, yeah, different reasons <laughs> but you would have looked at him and said that guy's and there's no way that guy's 15 check his birth certificate I've seen it a million times in sports where you'll see somebody like kid's 13, he's got a beard. Like, there's no way that kid's 13, but he is. 
And this Dar- is just a funny version of it. it. It is funny that he's 16 and he's so good because darts is just such a game that's associated with drinking oh, in, my, yes, yeah. in my brain. That it's, yeah, it's like, well, you shouldn't even be allowed to play because you're 16. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're sober. You have an advantage over the other <laughs> I don't people. Know if, I don't know if I'm buying the 16 thing. I just brought him up because I... He looks our age, Andrew. Like, he yeah. looks like our peer. I'm, I'm not He should it. be working here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of parenting and going viral, Dwayne Wade, the, the NBA player, is he a bad guy? I don't know NBA no. players. Not that I'm... Not my, my understanding, no. Okay. Fine, fine. I just didn't know that. I know that there's some players you're like, oh, he's the villain. Yeah. Anyway, Dwayne Wade has a five-year-old daughter, and she did a makeover on him and did a full face of makeup and, uh, you know, went online and they posted it and the whole thing. And people are like, that's so emasculating. Never let anyone do that to you. Oh, I know why they're doing that to him. Yes. He has a child who's trans. Yes. So the pe- people who have a problem with oh. that kind of stuff are already going to be after him. So, okay. yeah. well, that doesn't make any more, any different. It doesn't make any sense to me either way. Being a dad, like, we didn't have posting things and going viral. And I don't think Phoebe ever gave me a full makeover, but had she wanted to, 100%, I don't care. It's going to make me gay because my daughter puts (laughs) lipstick on me. It's like, that's so stupid. It's it's, just absolutely asinine. Also, you want to tell, like, the Hall of Fame athlete that he's not a man? Not a man. (laughs) (laughs) The six foot four guy that could dunk from the free throw line. Yep, you're not a man because you had fun with your kid. Yeah, that's But there is many people uh, taking up for him. But you know what? A lot of it is standards. And I, I don't think. Letting your daughter put makeup on you and spanking her in any way the same thing. But when I was a kid, there's no way my dad would have let anyone put makeup on him. (laughs) And had he done it and had one of his buddies came over, it would have been a thing. Yeah. For me, I wouldn't care. No, and, and the funny thing is, it's also okay if you tell your child, no, I don't want to do right, that. Right. Like, it's okay. Like, either way, you're the dad, you have a relationship with your kid, and if that's if your kid's like, I want to do this, and you're cool with it, and you think it's funny, do it. If not, that's okay, too. 225 DGS. Can I tell you another, it's not a bad thing about me, it's just like, it's not impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I don't know where I saw some Scooby-Doo thing. And it brought back the memory that uh, I was deep into my teens until I saw the reveal coming. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised every time. I'm like, damn, it's it's friggin' Caretaker. I thought this was really a ghost. I had that over the break. The song, uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Uh Uh-oh, you better better tread lightly here. I always thought it was about seeing your... I didn't realize there was a real meaning behind it. I thought it was about watching your mom have an affair with Santa. And I thought that until... I thought that until about two weeks ago. I think this says more about your mom than it does you. (laughs) I thought this until about two weeks ago when somebody was like, you know the real meaning behind that song? I was like, yeah, mommy's stepping out. I'm going to have your back. I thought the same thing. When I was a kid, I thought the same thing, and it broke my heart. I thought yeah. the same thing until, like, literally, like, December 20th of this year. <laughs> okay, that's a little different. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, it means mommy's stepping out. That's the secret I don't feel meaning. feel so bad about the Scooby-Doo thing now. I think it was, like, Kevin who was like, well, there's a, more to it than that. Like, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there's another part of that story. <laughs> mommy's getting after it. It's funny that you, oh, my gosh. Old-timey songs get misunderstood, don't they? Mm. From time to time. Because what was the other one, the cold outside? 
Yeah. Because everybody yeah. thought, oh, that's kind of rapey. That's not really. Well, she is. There is a part where she says, like, no means no. <laughs> yeah. Like, the answer is no. And he's like, no. You and he's like, like, no like, means yes. And I know the whole thing is, like, she doesn't stay. really mean no. But it's like, eh, you know, it could go either way. He's like, I got to yeah. get home. Santa's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's on fire during this segment. <laughs> Speaking of Scooby-Doo, have you ever seen the remake with Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah yes. Michelle Gellar? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. such a good movie. I, I didn't mind it. it I, was good. I think that was Nick's era, and I didn't mind it. Yeah, I don't remember if I saw it. There was a, an animated remake, too. Scoob? Oh, yeah. Scoob. Oh, it's because Matthew Lillard was shaggy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And he's great. That was the first time I favored Velma. Velma. Velma? Velma. Who was Velma? Oh, she's... Lisa she's, Cardinale. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's really cute as Velma. Yeah. Well, this anyway. is like a group therapy session, isn't it? You guys are all getting it out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. Um, You're like, oh, they said it was rapey, but it wasn't at all. <laughs> it wasn't at all. Now, let me say something about Velma. Let me, defend, Velma. Let me defend that song. <laughs> Two, three, five, DGS and Camelax. What do we have coming up? Oh, we have Skip coming in today. We're going to do an Elite Eight and then this movie thing that... Uh, his brainchild, where we gave each other movies that we didn't think anyone else had seen, and when we watched them over the break, and we're going to talk about those. Um, I wish they would just release the real Epstein list. Mm. I'm tired of seeing the fake ones yeah. on TikTok. I'm tired of looking for my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> E-F-G. Okay. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we also talked about this yesterday, I guess, on Pat McAfee's podcast. No, on ESPN. Oh, my gosh. Live ESPN. broadcast on ESPN. Said Jimmy Kimmel is on the list. Well, he is. He's on lots of lists. So is Gilligan. I mean, they're, they're, mm-hmm. I don't think any of the lists that are out are real yet. No. Uh, and then Jimmy Kimmel came out and said unequivocally, I've never met Epstein. I've never, I have no dealings with him whatsoever. And if you say it again, I'm going to sue you. Good for him. Aaron Rodgers seems like an idiot. He He's is dumb. very much that. Um, we have audio too of. You Pat- just don't say that kind of thing yeah. about yeah. someone. No, this is the thing. So this is the question that's been circulating. So I want to throw this at you guys. If you want to hear Pat McAfee being like, you know, he was just talking crap. It wasn't serious. Um, okay, but that's, uh, that's more than talking. Yes, I would agree. And that's what I wanted to throw at you guys, because there is the debate on Twitter, but in other places too, that, Hey, look, Jimmy Kimmel has made a lot of jokes about Aaron Rodgers, has gone after him on anti-vax stuff, has done, you know, has basically, that's been the root of it. Like he's, he's made jokes about him on TV. He's gone after him. And is it that he's being sensitive that this is, you know, just a joke. Well, first of all, there's a difference between, I think there's a difference between going after something that someone says publicly, which is what Aaron Rodgers did. He made comments publicly about these things and accusing someone of being a pedophile, which is exactly what you're doing when you're insinuating you're on Epstein's list, right? Yeah, I see a difference. Do you think you think there is a big difference? Yeah, I, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel cannot stand on a football field with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And Aaron Rodgers cannot stand in the comedy world with Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm not even a big Jimmy Kimmel fan. No, I'm not either. But if you're going to go toe for toe with someone in their arena, you very well may get over your skis and say something actionable. And when you put something out there to the world, hey, I'm anti-vax, you are opening yourself up to criticism. 
There are many things. He could go back at Jimmy Kimmel about, hey, tell me about the man show. Yeah. Tell me right. about the blackface. Absolutely. Face. There are many things that you can hit Jimmy Kimmel for. Absolutely. Being on Epstein Island is not one of them until. Until it is. Until it is. Is there any difference to you guys that Aaron Rodgers didn't originate this rumor? He's merely repeating something he's seen online. Does that make any no. sort of difference to you? I mean, I'm sure it makes a difference, but. You are not allowed to repeat a rumor that is, sorry to say blasphemous, that is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Slanderous? Yes. Libelous? Yes. Everyone in here is not a lawyer. Um, <laughs> you're not allowed to, to, to spread a rumor that is not true, that can hurt someone's reputation. And I think accusing someone of being on the Epstein list would qualify for that. Yeah. I, I think that I, it would be the equivalent to me of Jimmy Kimmel taking an athlete and referring to him as a rapist because of whatever. I mean, like, I think that there's a line. If you're going to pick on something that someone has said, yeah, that's perfectly fair game. If it was said publicly, pick on it. I think your, your example of the man show or when he dressed up in blackface, Jimmy Kimmel, that's perfectly good. You go after him on that. Everybody's going to be like, well, he did it. So, you know, it's out there. But when you're going to, when you're going to accuse something, that's you're accusing him of a crime and arguably the worst crime. Right? I mean, what ranks lower? Not much. <laughs> Probably nothing. If there's yeah. anything, there's maybe some equals that are just as bad, like killing someone. I don't think there's anything worse than being a pedophile. And I think when you're throwing that out there at a time when everybody's passing around fake lists, and this is the problem that drives me nuts about a guy like Aaron Rodgers, is it shows you what he reads. It shows you where he's getting stuff. When you're like, I know something because someone's passing a fake list around on the Internet. It's like, I know something. So the, as far as I know, the laws haven't changed about slandering someone. But the world has. Like, I get, Andrew, how many times a week do I send you a screenshot and say, is this real? And when, when I have seen these Epstein lists on uh, TikTok, mm -hmm. I don't know if they're real or not either. I mean, you see these names, all these names that you know, and you're like, holy crap, I can't believe this or that. But that doesn't insulate you from breaking the law and slandering someone because it looks so real. You you have to do your due diligence, and, which is why I send them to Andrew. And if is, the list comes out, which, by the way, they, I just saw an update on this that it sounds like some of this will be released today. Just put it. For, either do or don't. Yeah. Well, they, they, they're they only putting out things that have not been challenged by the people whose names are going to be reviewed. So I know that there was one person that was in this that was one of the does that challenged it. And they have like two weeks to present evidence to the judge that would say that would explain why their name shouldn't be released with the information. So the judge did provide that opportunity for anybody yeah. whose name will come out. But the Wouldn't names you think every single person who knows they're on that list would challenge it unless they don't have any evidence. Right. Unless they unless they have no, no way that they could convince the judge that they don't belong on there mm. or that they shouldn't have their name released. I mean, I, I don't because I, I, there, there are different standards, right, for public people versus yeah. private people. So if there are people that are not in the public eye on that list, maybe that's. The grounds, but if you're a president, a senator, a famous celebrity, well, I mean, you're a famous person, so you may not have the same rights to privacy. To what degree do you, like, for example, people have been talking about Bill Clinton, Clinton being on the list forever. Yeah, yeah. And quoting, like, 50 appearances and things like that. For argument's sake, let's say he is. To what degree does it, is it going to move anyone's meter on anyone either way? 
Let's say, for example, that um, just pick anyone who's running for president right now, Chris Christie, yeah. that he's on that list. Is he done? I, I would hope so. And, you know, with Bill Clinton, he's gotten away with so many things. Um, whether or not he's someone who is abusing young women with Jeffrey Epstein, the fact that you're so heavily associated and you were the former president of the United States, I'm sorry, you're not hanging out with anyone without knowing their full background. It's a good point. Yeah. There's no way he could claim ignorance. Under the whole n- knew or should have known? Yes. I. You can convince me yeah. that there are people on that list who did not know. Of course. Oh, you yeah. can't convince yeah, yeah. me. That Bill Clinton didn't know. If he did, didn't know, it means he didn't want to know. Exactly. Right? Because he, you have the means at your disposal to find out who you're hanging out with. And, yeah, I think that that's the hard part, though. I mean, we, everything, everybody wants these things to be black or white, yes or no. But there are going to be a lot of shades of gray with this based on, okay, how many times, in what way, why were you on that list? Were you, were you guys in a business venture? Were you going to the island? Like, those are different things, right? I mean, but I think, yeah, it, would, it, it, it will change my mind. Uh, not change my mind, but I think it, it should influence your opinion, especially about someone at that level. It, it influences my position that I've seen a lot of people in photographs with Ghislaine Maxwell and, and Jeffrey Epstein, especially if it was after 2006, because I, I believe it was 2008 when he pled guilty, but it was mm-hmm. 2006 when the charges were leveled against him. And he, again, he pled guilty to, I believe it was, soliciting sex with a minor. Do you guys think he killed himself or, or no was idea. murdered? I don't think he killed himself. I think he was allowed to. I don't, I don't think anybody like went in and strangled him with a sheet, but I think that maybe he was encouraged, like maybe they were encouraged to look the other way. Don't, it, uh, don't stop him. I'm with wheels. I don't know either way because I, I have not looked into it. It's not one of the rabbit holes I've gone down. Yeah, I would agree. But just the stuff that I do know, like both guards were asleep or something like Nothing that. Nothing would exactly. surprise me about it. Yeah. If if their evidence came out and said, yep, clearly. It just seemed a little t- on the nose. Yeah, yeah. It's a little convenient, right? That, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it seemed a little too on the nose that someone killed him. Because everyone goes like, someone's going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then he dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dead. I uh, mean, <laughs> turns out it might be a whole list of people that would have wanted him gone. Going back to something you said earlier about, uh, like, seeing the fake logs on, on TikTok and stuff and, and acting off of that or thinking of or saying something off of it, do you think the law will or should be changed regarding stuff like defamation and slant now that we are in this weird misinformation era where if, we're if, constantly- Okay, if anything, I think that it should be strengthened because it's never been easier to talk crap on someone. And I think that rather than relaxing the laws, like, well, no one takes anything seriously anymore. Mm -hmm. I think that they should be strengthened because it's it's so easy now to defame someone. Yeah. I I think that people should be held accountable more. So uh, and probably maybe this may be more too much of a legal question. But if you're someone, let's say you're a TikTok creator and you just repost someone Mm -hmm. else's post of the scroll of the names on there or you retweet something that somebody posts on Twitter, is that the same thing as endorsing it yourself? I don't know. Because my We should figure that out, though. Like, I mean, like, not us, but yeah. like... My understanding is Congress. that saying something about someone that's not true and you knew it's not true for the purpose of hurting them is the legal definition of that. And I'm sure it's different than what I'm saying. Uh, and so if you make something up about Rachel to hurt her and you tell me, 
and I say it to Andrew. Am I just as guilty? Am I half as guilty? Am I not guilty? You know, that's yeah, but that's kind of why why I'm asking that question because well, are how do you prove that the person reposting, retweeting yeah. is targeting any particular person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might not even and, and that was kind of my point yeah. is that it is so loosey goosey. Yeah. And it's so easy like if if you see something that could be slanderous, how much time and effort and research are you really going to put into it? Before you send it out to your followers, because, you know, you can just go like, hey, I'm only just I'm just reposting it. I, did, I didn't make this yeah. stuff up. But I think that it's also I, convenient cover. Yes. Hey, I didn't say anything. I just repost. I just yeah. I just put it back out there. You know, on my profile, it says retweets do not include do not equal endorsements. I mean, I think I, I'm not engaged in the legal world anymore. I haven't stayed close, you know, to wash you or anything like that. Uh, but I it has to be a fascinating time to go to law school. Uh, Phoebe's in this program at KU where she can go to law school in her fourth year. I don't think she will, but she's she made the cut. Uh, as much as it, it didn't work out for me, or maybe it did, uh, I if I were that, I would encourage her to do it. Now, I don't want to see her unhappy or anything and, or live my life again through her. She's going to live her own life. But I think it would be a fascinating time to be a lawyer. Because the world, the world didn't change that much between 1960 and 1990 when I when I graduated. Uh, the world's going to be completely different between 1990 and 2026 or seven when she would graduate. Yeah. I, I said this last Friday when all of you guys were out, but this was kind of a look ahead to 2024. We all need to have very strong BS detectors moving into the future. Like if something seems too scandalous to be true, like too good to be true, because it own someone you want to see owned or it seems too terrible you should verify it and if you can't verify it you shouldn't believe it and you shouldn't repost it or, or push we need, it along we need to get george on from throttle net yeah. because i am the least technical guy you'll meet all week but i have assumed that we have 10 15 years maybe 20 until like a deep fake could fool me and evidently Mm-mm. it's already here yeah yeah 252 dgs i'm uh I'm fascinated what, by what people do for a living, and it just, having been through almost every iteration, and when I was in college, I wasn't going to go to college, and I got a sports scholarship, so I went, and uh, I remember going to the placement office and looking at the job postings and legitimately thinking, what, in, in, in what scenario will anyone ever pay me to do anything that's not purely physical? You know, like back then I was a, you know, lifter and stuff. Like, well, if you need me to lift something heavy, I get that. But if you need me to think, who's ever going to hire me to do that? So since that day and through law school and through my radio career, I've always just been fascinated by how we choose things and what we do. And um, I was in a conversation the other day with a few people. And someone who I didn't know uh, was dating someone. And these people are in their 40s. And they made the point that, oh, you know, the guy she's dating, he's a fast food manager. And there was a clear import of like, "Mm -hmm -hmm," you know, and I said, and no one liked it. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I would get fired if I was a fast food manager. I couldn't do that job. I know I couldn't. I couldn't manage the people. I couldn't manage the money. I couldn't manage the incoming supplies. I I could not do it. I'm not being self-deprecating. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And, and I do way better than fast food manager, and yet I couldn't do that job. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when people dog people who do a job that's not sexy, sexy, yeah, I'm really quick to defend it because it's like maybe you could do that job. I couldn't. The most humbled I think I've ever been. Uh, I was taking a walk with my dad, and I said something like, "Not." I was a kid. I was like maybe 15, and I said something like disparaging about like garbage men. Like that was like a bad job or a job he would never end up with. And he just laid into me about how hard those guys work and society can't even function without them. And you'd be lucky to have a, a, a job like that where you could be helpful to society. And also they make a good living and it's a good job to get. And I was like, I was like so humbled. And I, it, that always stuck with me. I, I think about that every time we have a conversation yeah. like this. That's like, he's, you know what? He's right. What was I thinking? Do you think we do stuff like that for the obvious reasons just to make ourselves feel better? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people do. Some of it, like in Andrew's case, when you're young, you don't always get things. So you, you, you'll look at something that looks terrible or unpleasant to you and like, oh, I'll be better than that. But, you know, when you, you don't know anything when you're young. So it's different than when you're an adult and you make fun of someone, you know, the joke, you know, you're flipping burgers, which I'm sure I've made at some point in my life. Right. I mean, go flip burgers. I think we, which, teach, it's just so stupid. I think we teach kids that, and I don't know if we still do, but I think when I was a kid, you know, that classic teacher thing, that's like, you're going to end up digging ditches or flipping burgers or managing a fast food or being a garbage man or whatever. And that's kind of where we internalize. I like how you say garbage man, garbage man, garbage like man, harvest man. <laughs> and I think, well, I think that literally we, happened to me My I've told the story before my guidance counselor who everyone at my high school worshiped, uh, sent my ACT scores back to be regraded because he thought they'd made a mistake. And then when I was going through my one and only ever counseling session, uh, I said, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to go to college. I just, I'm, I'm not sure it's for me. And she took my file. Now I could make a movie of it right now. Took my file, tossed it on a pile of others. And it was all askew and said, well, the world needs ditch diggers too. You don't do that to a kid. You shouldn't. You don't do that to a kid. You have no idea what that person's capable of. Yeah, she's dead now. <laughs> oh.